He's all choked up. He can't help himself. Goofy, goofy, talking on a sports show, trying to be macho. Your voice sounds just like a seven-year-old girl. Yes. A little sports whole shill. Yes. What else are you there for? Goofy, goofy, talking like a baby who needs a little training. Why can't you understand? You don't sound like a man. Remove the rubber bands that choke your throat. Come, Gelby, 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 Gelby. Your lucky management don't care, 'cause Gelby, you don't belong there on the air. And Geldy, the sports can't wait till your voice cracks. 'Cause anyone who sounds like that should find another job, and they should only take you back when both your BBs drop. Oh, Geldy, Geldy, when you gonna grow up? You make us wanna throw up. You silly squeaky poo. Go to broadcasting school. Your prepubescent voice makes you sound like a putz. You're a putz. You're a putz. You're a putz. You have a great day too, Gildy in Paradise. You're a Tune in to the Moron Hour at nine o'clock. You'll hear more. Okay, here we go with more. Nine oh three at five sixty WQM. At least it's a little something. It's a little bit of an open there. Promoted the McBride uh, Jeb Bush debate. I didn't even watch it because I've already decided who I'm going to vote for. What I want? Why would I watch that? You know, Terminal. Right. And I sure wouldn't put Robert Grieper as much as we like Robert. You know, if anybody thought the Beast was unprofessional and didn't belong on the air, I mean, Robert's a good guy, but does he belong on the air? No. Even to say hello? No. So the idea that I would put him on to like critique the, in addition to which, keeping his politics in mind, him critiquing a debate among any candidates or between or uh, above. At any rate, we don't want to get bogged down on that crap. We got plenty of other crap. How's Fat Boy doing with those hour by hours, by the way? As soon as they come in. I got news for you. Unless he uh, comes through with that in the next hour or two, he's not going on no trip to Vegas. Today's the day our sales department's leaving for a week in Vegas because they did such a wonderful job <laughs> in July and August, in spite of the fact that George was on and Mo. Oh, uh, sorry. How low can you go, Mo? That's what we'd like to find out when we see those hour by hours. Because that's what it's all about, sweetheart. That's what it's all about is, uh, you know, coming through with the uh, production. Produce something. Not talking a big game. Not talking about how we sound better than ever before. Let's see what you got. What do you got? What do you bring to the table? Who you got out there? Where's the audience? You know, that's what it's all about. Not being pompous and full of crap. Anyway, so uh, Gildy, I guess, had a little plug there from one of the callers about 20 of. And even that took uh, they took umbrage with. Well, I don't think Geldy did, because when we first came here and started playing that song, Geldy was going out and performing it uh, live, which I find is shocking. But he was like lip syncing it at various spots around town. Now, of course, he has to like zip his lip. Seven hundred ninety-eight votes on our poll yesterday. What do you think of Neil's new to one comedy bits are? Well, it's something we started back in September on the anniversary of nine eleven. And uh, we've been doing that every Wednesday from noon to one, as opposed to like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, just in the middle of the week. It's just a nice break. 314 people said, I love it. That's 39.3 percent. It's okay, 254, 31.8 percent. So that's 71.1 percent. 
who either like it or they love it or they're embracing it or they're just waiting with bated breath. So we'll be doing it again today. It's a waste of time, 119, 14.9%, and I hate it. 111, 13.9% said that. Makes me so mad when I hear that, I want to go out and kill some people. Yeah, but at any rate, too bad. Because we're going to do it again today, noon to one. It's either that or we'll replay the audio of the debate between McBride and Jeb Bush. What do you think? Now I think we'll stick with the comedy bits. There's 87,000 uh, stories on the sniper. I'll sniper all day, by the way. It is interesting to see. Look at that. There's this, what's being called the most sophisticated and large... Oh, I already got that bedtime story about the attack on the Internet. We already got that. But at any rate, but isn't this something? A breath of fresh air. They're doing other stories than just all sniper all day. I think they may be getting a little bit of heat in that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Catching just a little bit of flack on this all sniper all day format. I mean, give it a rest. It's like all Chris and Aranda all morning, you know. Chris and Aranda, just give it a little break, a little uh, variety there. Baltimore, no, this, yeah, the Baltimore Sun has a fairly concise article. I got it like uh, cut way down, okay? We don't want it too many long bedtime stories. Also, my good close bald friend Tom Jicka, what did I tell you? Do I have my thumb on it or uh, what? Didn't, for whatever reason, I guess he was out of touch with what was going on in the local radio market back in the winter book when we kicked ass. Didn't write a thing about it. Back in the spring book when we really kicked ass, surprised the hell out of everybody, uh, he was out busy playing a TV review in L.A., getting wined and dined. Didn't write about that. And I said, hey, next time that station has a down book, when we have a really mediocre book, then Tom Jacob will be here to write his radio column. And you know what I was? Absolutely correct, sir. I had my thumb right on the pulse of it. But we'll get to little Tommy and his uh, piece and a bunch of other stuff, including a nice fact from our friend Linda. That's for you, Linda. Thank you. Baltimore Sun says, after police pleas for a telephone dialogue, the serial sniper stalking the Washington region responded yesterday with a different statement, the killing at daybreak of a bus driver accompanied by another demanding letter left for authorities less than a mile from where the gunman began shooting three weeks ago. Police answered last night with their longest televised address to the killer, saying it was not electronically possible to achieve what the sniper demanded of them. In a letter left at the site of the Saturday shooting in Ashland, Virginia, the sniper demanded that $10 million be wired to a domestic bank account and threaten further violence, law enforcement sources have told the Baltimore Sun. Yesterday's multi-page letter left at Aspen Hills Northgate Park repeated Saturday's demands, officials said. We remain open and ready to talk to you about the options you have mentioned, Montgomery County Police Chief Charles A. Moosey, the Moose Man, said last night. It's important we do this without anybody else getting hurt. Moose then instructed the sniper to call authorities to get a toll-free number he could use in the future and offered to set up a post office box to be used for communications if that would make the sniper feel more comfortable. Like he's going to come to a any P.O. box anywhere right. that they already uh, pre-designate? Uh, pre right. You've indicated this is more about violence than about violence, uh, the chief said. We're waiting to hear from you. The killer claimed in a letter Saturday, which had similarities to another note left by the sniper, that he's unsuccessfully attempted about six times to contact police, only to be thwarted by phone lines jammed by tipsters, according to law enforcement sources. Police have verified some of those calls by checking their logs. Earlier in the day, Moose revealed one reason why police are so desperate to maintain contact with the killer. The letter left behind at Saturday's shooting, he said, contained an alarming threat. Your children are not safe anywhere at any time. The disclosure of this threat in yesterday's killing further raised the stakes in the cryptic dialogue taking place between police and the killer, partly over the public airwaves, over satisfying the killer's demands. Those demands, meanwhile, have taken many by surprise. There were many theories about motives of a sniper who has now killed ten and wounded three, but few expected he was driven by a quest for money. He had our attention after the first day, said one law enforcement official, speaking on condition of course of anonymity. Why would he ask for money now? He's playing with him. That's why he's asking for money now. Does he really expect to get the money? No. Of course not. No way. And the beat goes on. Only now that we got this kind of, uh-oh, sniper on the loose. There we go again. I thought maybe they had a little bit of a break from that. 
Just a little bit. Just a little tiny one. To sneak in a couple of other brief stories while we get back to all sniper all day. While we get everybody into a state of total frenzy. Larry King had, what's his name on last night? I was watching in between periods of the hockey game, John Walsh. You see that? No. Well, you were watching Smallville. I can't can't believe I... Under penalty of death. When I'm channel surfing because I feel compelled, the spirit of this show compels me for my bedtime stories and whatever else to see who he's got on there and what they're saying. John Walsh was on there, who I like a lot. I like him. And he kept pumping his uh, America's Most Wanted number, 1-800, what is it, crime? I don't know. 1-800, it's a crime that knows on that show. Is that what it is? I don't know. Something like that. But at any rate, he he offered that number. He said they don't trace, they don't do this, and we'll see if uh, he calls that number or not. Ten minutes after nine at 560 WQM. What do we got on the uh, schedule today? We got Jim Mandich in the studio today. All right. Hank Goldberg in the studio today. How do you like that for all four solid hours, unencumbered by any other uh, dreck? Seven o'clock, we got speaking of dreck, Sitco's Panther preview. 730, the Panthers to play the make-believes in Toronto. Oh, the pressure is mounting, man. Eddie K at uh, after the hockey game and Joe and Mark overnight with their usual stellar ass-eating job. Let's face it, you've been learning about Fast Train and hearing about it for a long time. Now, I wondered if it makes sense for you. Well, the facts are simple, like so many of our listeners. If you have the dedication, Fast Train will provide you with the necessary training to become a certified computer professional. According to Time Magazine, the demand for computer professionals will continue to explode. Their average student completes the training in four short months, attending school three nights a week. Once you've completed your certification, Fast Train will help you out in getting a new computer job and making some serious cash, a new job that's worth something, as opposed to working for peanuts like so many of the underlings around here. Fast Train invites you to come in, visit their trained career counselor, and determine which track is ideal for you. Batavia Downs, Buffalo Raceway, Vernon Downs, Pompano Park. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to set up your appointment with four convenient locations. They're in Kendall now. They're in Miami. They're in Pembroke Pines and prestigious Fort Lauderdale. So there's bound to be a Fast Train nearby you. Don't forget to ask the career counselor for a list of students like yourself who are currently in their dream jobs. Call them today, Fast Train, at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Or check them out on that wicked World Wide Web at FastTrain.com. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Chamberlain Rayton. <coughs> From the producer of American Idol. It was dreadful. It's Democratic Idol. As long as Democrats were the majority, I could sleep nights, not weak nights. They also want to get off. Yes. Yes, get off. You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. Do it. Do it. Indeed, I did have 200 sexual relationships. Do it. Do it. Do it. Democratic Idol on Fox this fall. See me for who I really am. Thank you, my friends. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. 916 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. We've got that big noon to one hour coming up today oh! because the audience wants it. They like it. And the people who don't like it, well, good luck to you. Turn over to Russian uh, noon, then you'll see how much you like those comedy bits. Justin Timberlake is straight, but pop rocks is a gay old time. Somebody faxed me this. Where this came from, I have no idea. It says, uh, oh, those pranksters at HX Magazine. HX is the ultra-hip and all-inclusive free weekly magazine covering gay New York City nightlife. Warned its readers that in its April 5th issue would be loaded with April Fool's jokes. 
Is this like the thing we got the other day that was from back in February? A little bit like dated, maybe? Or maybe they just uh, decided to fax this because we had the just Justin Tinkerbell update yesterday with what's-her-name? Probably. With what's-her-name? You got oh, the Milano. Right. There you go. You got the damn picture right there. Let's get with it, will you? Trying to separate the true from the is this true was part of the fun. In its weekly listings, HX declared that April 4th will be Justin Timberlake's official coming out party at Pop Rocks, the ultra fun Thursday night 18 and over gay hotspot. According to the magazine, Justin left his girlfriend, Britney Spears, because he's one of ours. <laughs> oh, I sure hope not. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, God. And to celebrate, Justin vowed to make out with every cute boy at the club that night. Whoa. All right, all right. I know that curly here at one-fifth of NSYNC coming out of the closet is every gay guy's fantasy. It is. It is. Oh, after reading that, I want to puke my guts out. Whoever faxed me that, boy, get you. They're these wonderful things called glasses, man. There are these very talented people called optometrists and ophthalmologists. Go see one before it's too late and uh, bye, bye, bye. get out of here. Before we get to little Tommy Jicka, which I can't wait to get to that, Colin, because just like we told you, you've also been saying the same thing for a very long time, that as soon as we had a down book, Tom would have, all of a sudden he'd be right here in town and writing about radio. And, you know, this is the first thing he's written about radio of any consequence since way back in March when he wrote about uh, all the changes at QAM. Right. And about my being out of touch and uh, my biggest challenge yet and going out to... And by the way, we had a very big September, Tom. I know that comes as a shock. And as soon as we get those hours by uh, hours from Fat Boy, we'll be able to tell you just how big. So it must be in spite of the fact that I'm doing all this... Uh, what is it again? Periodicals on... Uh, audio. Uh, on audio. That's number one. And number two, the fact that I'm so out of touch most of the year because I'm not here. I'm somewhere else touching it. Speaking of touching it, mom charged in video bidding of young daughter arraigned on theft charges. I already had this, but somebody faxed it again, so I'll move it up on my pile, my pile of bedtime stories. And the reason being, there's one, there's one sentence in here that just sends me. I love it. LaGrange, Indiana, the woman accused of beating her daughter in an incident caught on security videotape and broadcast nationwide, was arraigned on charges of taking fabric from a department store. Madeline Toogood, 25, and her sister Margaret Jean Daly, 31, appeared in LaGrange Circuit Court in Shackles Monday. That's the part I like. In shackles. Isn't that great? I love it. Oh. I love that picture. Innocent pleas to the felony theft charges were entered on their behalf. They were later released on $3,500 bail each. Both refused to comment as they left court. Prosecutors alleged that the sisters took fabric from Yoder's department store in Shipshawana. You ever been there? No. Oh, you don't want to go Yoder's. there. I've been there. Shipshawana, Indiana. Woo, and Yoder's. See, those Midwestern names, especially those Indiana names, Yoder and uh, Yokel and whatever they are. They allege that sisters took fabric from Yoder's department store in Shipshawan, about 35 miles east of South Bend, August 21, telling a clerk they bought the material days earlier but forgot to take it home. That'd be a good poll to do one day. You know, what's the most uh, Yahoo state in the country? And it would surprise you, but Indiana is definitely in the running. Have you ever been to Indiana? Yes. Wear boots. I don't know. Pass through by bus. Oh, and I'm talking about like in it. No, no. no oh, no. hoo-wee. See, when you look at the map, you say to yourself, well, Indiana's not in the deep south. Guess what? Wrong. Wrong. We went through Indianapolis. And when you go to, like, Indianapolis, they have, like, uh, they speak, many of them, with a heavy southern drawl. And you think, let me look at that map again and see where I'd be now. In September, police in Mishawaka released a department store surveillance video that said, well, too good did this. and We know that. But seeing her in shackles along with her sister makes a lot of us very happy because she's one of those travelers. A culture of thieves. We're not too crazy on this show about gypsies, tramps, travelers, and thieves. Right. Here's a fax that says, I heard you, uh, I hope you heard the worst team this morning. Someone called it. Yeah, I did hear that about Geldy. Yeah, Mo went ballistic about that. No sense of humor about anything. 
I mean, like I said, Gildy, when we first started playing the song, was out singing. He loved it. It brought him some attention. That was back in the days when he was just like a, a quizzling on that show. Now that he's a big superstar, and he's there to try to fondle Moe's ego every morning. You know something? I was, I'm not making this up. I'm driving to work this morning. Of course, I'm listening, and I hear the, the, uh, the isolated shots that are coming, which I guess I'm the only one who understands them, which is good. It's good that I'm listening, Mo. You're not wasting your time. But they have nothing to do with the sports banter that's going on about, well, people who point the finger should look in the mirror and all that other stuff. I do look in the mirror when I shave. It's not a pretty sight, Mo. But at least I got my own hair. Not too much of it. A little bit. But I'm thinking to myself, do you realize that Gildy is the only person who could be doing that role on that show? Follow what I'm saying? No, I'm, I'm thinking. No, I'm, I'm serious about that. He's the because he understands that if he says anything disagreeable in a serious way, not just joking around, if he says anything uh, disagreeable in a serious way, he's out the door. And so, because of the fact he's got a wife and kid now and everything, you know how that works. Self, yeah, absolutely. Self-preservation is what it's all about. So he just, I mean, he's the only one I think who could uh, deal with that. Quite is a luxury for people who don't have children. There you go. And then, of course, when we think back to that ugly, grotesque episode, which really blew this whole Mo thing open, when he tried behind the scenes. See, it's one thing on the air to put on this business of, well, I'm holier than thou, and I don't do these things. And that's okay, but when you're behind the scenes stabbing everybody in the back, that's the real backstabber. See, there's, there's such a thing as the front stabber, and then there's the backstabber. The backstabber does their work behind the scenes, trying to get people fired and say, this one is unprofessional, I don't want to want it, making calls off the air to get this one taken off the air, things like that. That's the real backstabber. Thinking, talking about people with a wife and children, including one not even a surprise. Surprise, there's a bun in the oven here, George. Ah, and try to get somebody like that canned. Just out of peak, just to try to assert himself and throw his weight around. And you're right, he does have a pot belly. Just to show that he's going to be the big cheese here. Well, guess what? I saw these numbers, Mo. Oh, man. Cut the cheese. Cut the cheese. Which he probably did when he heard what the numbers were. Wait till we get those hour by hours. Is a Fat Boy here yet with those? <laughs> when he comes tumbling through that door, then I guess we'll know what it is. Well, oh, today's Walker Day, so he'll be waddling over here. Well, what do you mean by Remember, that? Remember, it's every other day he's on wheels. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Every other day he's in the chair and on the uh, walker. Why is that? To uh, build up his strength. Right. Lead into it slowly. Yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't walk on it. He doesn't even waddle on it. He lunges. He lurches. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the walker because there's so much weight pushing on the walker. That every every step is like a, a major lurch. You should use both the wheelchair and the walker at the same time. Another train monkey. Okay, just calm down. Okay, we'll get to you. We got a great mo pull today, by the way. Huh? We don't you like today's pull? We got eleven choices on there. What are you gonna do when you don't have him to beat up? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if those numbers keep on the way they are, that could be soon. Anyway, Tom. No, seriously. I mean, he's got to show us something for Christ's sakes. He's got to uh, throw a number in there sooner or later for crying out loud. He's stupid. Latin radio stations grab half the ratings top ten, writes Tom Jicka, who finally writes a radio column. Oh! oh! We'll even take it, even though we had like a mediocre book, but of course that was because of George and uh, other things. Well, no, you were still number one. It's better than being number five, which I... See, it wasn't a good idea for you to remind me that you were number five last yeah, summer by really bringing those numbers out. I, I was duffed to that. They're in budget meetings today. They're trying to see if they can actually give George more money than Mo because uh, George has got much higher ratings. <laughs> well, Linda, in her facts that I'll get to in a moment, she suggests you ought to get paid as much or more because you have a lot higher numbers. Well, you actually have people listening when you're doing the show, which I know is shocking, but at any rate, it's true. I mean, if you had the kind of numbers he had, believe you me, you'd be out the door when I got that precipitous call from Greg Reed about, ah, uh, congratulations on a really good book, and by the way, I've decided to terminate George Rodriguez. I, I should have saved that on my voicemail up there. I, I could have saved it. 
and found a way to transfer it to tape because that really deserved to be on the air. He didn't decide to fire anybody. He was the pressured, muscled by a hysterical tantrum, by a hysterical, silly, uh, self-serving old man. Yeah, remember on Howdy Doody, Mr. Bluster? No. Mr. Bluster was uh, one of the puppets on Howdy Doody. He was like he was a cantankerous old character. That's what we got here, Mr. Bluster. I don't know whether I want to keep calling him Mo or maybe Mr. Bluster, I think, would be good, although it kind of dates me. Just like they were talking this morning when I was coming to work about the greatest moment in World Series history, I think the answer beyond a shadow of a doubt, it all depends on your age, but beyond a shadow of a doubt is 1956, Don Larson's perfect game. That wasn't even mentioned. And a guy in his 70s like Mo, I mean, you know, he certainly was around to see that or know about it. But it wasn't even mentioned. Anyway, we'll get to Tom Jicker's column. We'll get to Linda's facts. We'll get to our poll question, which Eric is on. Look at that. He's already got it on there. So before I even mention the poll uh, for today, you can go peruse it and cast your vote. In fact, I'm going to have to, like, think about that one myself because there's so many excellent choices on there. <laughs> 26 past 9 at 560 WQM as we wait for the moment of truth when Fat Boy comes lurching through that door on that walker. And says, hey, Pally, here's those hourly numbers. And you know something that might not happen today? Oh, it's Adam. You know, we like you, Adam, but you're, it's disappointing when the door opened and I thought it was going to be Fat Boy. What is he saying? He said Jeff can't get him. Well, what does that mean? He said Arbitron is not. He can't get him? Arbitron is not whatever. He said Arbitron. He can't get the numbers from Arbitron. Well, what about little Maddie Bell? He's our last white great hope, I guess. Go find little Maddie Bell and kick him around a little bit. That won't be tough. <laughs> be like kicking a soccer ball. So Fat Boy lets us down. I say keep his ass off that plane, you know. They've got the whole first row and first class reserved for a Fat Boy. Both aisles. How are you going to get the nose up if he's up in first class? Like I said, back in cargo. So he can't get it for us. And here's a guy that always uh, talks a big game, you know. Hey, Pally, we'll do this. And by the way, you know, I did watch some of that game last night, quite a bit of the Sabres beat Philadelphia. That was a great game. Rick Jenner was at his best. There was nobody there in Buffalo. Great rivalry. Both teams hot as a pistol. There was nobody there. It looked like it was worse than a Panther game. What's going on, eh? Because I noticed a lot of sucking up to the Marlins now, which I heard this morning, which is really embarrassing, and David Sampson, et cetera, that little midget. But the fact of the matter is, no matter how you slice it, Crow and Mo, nobody cares. They can market this and market that and do a big song and a dance now that they know they're going to have to probably be here another four years. Uh, it ain't going to make any difference. There's no interest. No interest. But you keep banging away on it, baby. 927 at 560. That was some very depressing news. Now now we got to count on Maddie Bell. And you know Maddie. He's, he's kind of unpredictable. Especially after the he's, things you've been saying about him. Us. Hey, if you love your home but you need more space, maybe there's like an unwanted baby showed up. I mean, an unexpected. Do what hundreds of other smart people like George are doing. Call Strictly Additions. Whether you're having that un uh, that baby, wanted or not, and need another room, if you're converting a carport or patio into living space, maybe you went into business for yourself, want to make a home office, call the experts at Strictly Additions because they'll do a stupendous and beatable job for you. They're your one-stop shop, more space for your place, place with an absolutely positively worry-free approach to expanding your living space. Forget about no-shows by other guys. We're never going to happen when you call Strictly Editions. Incomplete work, no chance. No unexpected bills. No worries about the job not getting done right or finished. And they take care of every last detail. They drop your blueprints. They get the building permits, handle all the inspections for you. And, of course, they've got that easy five-step approach to total customer satisfaction. 
First, they call to schedule a free project evaluation appointment at your home where a project estimator determines the scope of your addition, what you'll be needing. Second, they schedule a bit appointment in their convenience room where you'll get a detailed proposal and exact price for the work. Third, select your finishing touches, go to contract. Fourth, review the design, architectural drawings. And fifth, the highlight, you sit back and relax on your fat ass as your dream edition moves ahead on schedule with unbeatable quality. It's a piece of cake. Cake? Call Strictly Editions at 954-791-8100. How come a diabetic like Michael, who keeps going to diabetic comas, uh, is talk, eating cake? I still wondered that from Godfather 3. Maybe they know it's Strictly Editions. Ask them when you call. 791-8100. You can check out their ad in the yellow pages. They serve all of Broward and all of South Palm Beach County, too. They are licensed, insured professionals who do a stupendous job for you, like they did for George. Call 954-791-8100 for Strictly Editions. Live, Live and local. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Yo, yo, let's rate oh, Radio Big Shot. Yeah. That's how we pass the time away in the gay old jail of oh. Santana, you've heard him play his Grammy performance with Rob Thomas. And on the latest hit with Michelle Branch. <coughs> Everybody wants Santana on their song, so we've compiled a CD collection of every artist Santana has ever played with, like Eminem. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. The Dixie Chicks. Andrea Pacelli. It's Santana's Licks for Everyone CD, including unreleased tracks from Carlos and John Tesh. But someday your journey will end, and I will be there for you as well. Yes, he's a guitar-playing whore who will play with anybody, except, of course, Kelly Clarkson. A moment like this. No way, man. Santana's Licks for Everyone. Order now and receive a personalized bonus track where Santana plays your very own birthday song. Happy birthday, dear Stanley. Call now. <clears throat> I'm 33 at 560 WQAM. Happy Wednesday to you. I'll tell you one thing. I think we might break some records with our poll re- uh, result today. They like these kinds of polls. I guess I better give you the poll. 34 votes on there already. I haven't even read the goddamn poll question yet. 11 choices. The reason Mo Howard David's ratings are so weak is he's boring. I don't know. I only listen to Neil. I don't know. I don't listen to him. Which See, the reason I did those separate ones, because there are people listening to Mad Dog or Hank or other parts okay. of the station, but don't listen in the morning. Geldy is too squeaky. He's a pompous ass. Rectum. His show blows. The Beast booked bad guests. He's alienated everybody else's audience because, unfortunately, his show never sounded better. I love Mo, or who's Mo Howard David? Those are your 11 choices on there. And what do we got so far? 34 votes. Eight say he's a pompous ass. Six say I don't know, I only listen to Neil. Five say his show blows. Four say I love Mo. Geldy's too squeaky, three. I don't know, I don't listen to him, three. Who's Mo Howard David, two. He's alienated everybody else's audience, one. Because unfortunately, his show has never sounded better, one. He's boring, one. And the bo- a Beast Book Bad Guess has got none. The Beast has got no votes in terms of being the scapegoat. For the week numbers in the morning. There's Miguel who's got those hourly numbers for us. Not. Where's Maddie Bell? Have you seen little Maddie running around the building? 
He's in the building, I was told. He is in the building. Okay, that's our project now between now and 1 o'clock is to grab Maddie Bell by the toes, which shouldn't be hard, right below his armpits, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and carry him over to that computer and get him working on that stuff. Maybe they're not going to be available till tomorrow, which would be bad, because tomorrow the sales department's going to be all gone, and Maddie and his crew will be in their budget meetings, but the good news is Muff and Clarence will be back tomorrow. Now, Clarence, uh, yeah, but Muff could uh, get onto it. You know what I'm saying? He might hop on it. So Tom Jicker writes, Latin radio stations grab half the ratings top ten. Didn't I tell you this when the ratings came out? Schwoz and Spoz, baby. This summer, because all the non-Latin whites get out of here in the summertime. Don't you spicks go away in the summer? Well, of course you can't. North Carolina. Miguel, he can't. Those who can. uh, huh? No, he couldn't because he was working here for free while I was uh, in Toronto having right. a great time. Yes, he yeah. was. So the spicks don't go anywhere. They like it here. Of course, they're probably not wanted anyplace else. And then the Schwarzers, they can't afford to get out of town. Right? Where are they going to go? Where are they going to go? They're certainly not going to cross the state line and go up into Georgia. They'll be picking cotton in a half an hour if they go up there. So they're going to stay here where they'll be safe, you know, or at least uh, whatever. So we had spos and foes because everybody else was out of town, which Tom points out at the very end of this article. Let's read the articulate little Tommy Jickus column day in which he actually doesn't take a shot at me or this show or about periodical on, uh, I can't remember the line, periodical uh, on audio. On audio. For some strange reason, I have a, like a brain fart on that. I can't remember it. He says, Latin radio stations grab half a ratings top ten. The sounds of summer on South Florida radio this year were heavily en espanol. How do you like that? Incredible. Yeah. Spanish language stations captured half of the berths in the market's top ten, according to Arbitron's quarterly audience survey conducted from mid-June through mid-September. Despite the surge for Latin radio, WEDR, the urban contemporary music outlet best known as 99 Jammed, Maintain its distinction as the market's most listened to station. You can't, what did I tell you? You can't beat them Schwarzes with a stick. 99 Jams dominance is complete. It's the highest rated station in the catch-all category of listeners, 12 plus, 6 a.m. to midnight. Also tops among 25 to 54 year olds the so-called money demographic because it is the one in which the majority of advertising be sold. Power 96. Oh! Let me ask you something first. What's that crap they played on the hall? WPOW Power 96 held on to the number two position it had in the spring book among the overall audience. Latin sta- and by the way, their number went way back up again. I just mentioned that for Mike Disney in case he's listening. The party's over, baby. Power's kicking your ass. Because they put that Albie Silk on there. And they sent that Schwo Griffith back off to the uh, psychic network for training. Latin stations occupied the next three positions, which shows you again it was a heavily SPO book. WRMA, Radio Romancia, FM 106, jumped up from ninth in the spring book to take third. Anybody believe that? No. No. Just ahead of WAMR, Radio Amor, uh, FM 107, which improved from number six. Spanish Talk, WAQI, claimed the distinction of being the market's highest rated AM station, finishing in a three-way tie for fifth with Hot and Life. So other than Life, which is slush music, you got all of your top stations that are either Schwo or Spo, Black or Spick. I mean, that's, uh, what does that say? Two additional Latin stations, WCMQ and WRTO, Radio Ritmo, followed in eighth and ninth. So you look at the top ten here, man, and you don't have any white people, you know? You don't have any whiteies. You got a bunch of goddamn banana boat people, and you got, uh, you know, the watermelon chompers out there. That's all you got. Did any white people get diaries? No. Evidently not. How did we do so good in September? Well, we got a few spicks. You came back. And I came back. That's right. I came back to bail little George out, who reminds me he finished fifth in men last summer. That, you know, the more I think about that, the more I think Mo may have had a point. I mean, that that's not good. You know, no, it it's bad. not good. Fifth in men on this show. 
WIOD AM 610, which tied for 12th of the highest rated English AM station. Boy, that, and that's really something that we're going to have to like uh, worry about. WIOD? Oh, I hate that station. The home of Dr. Laura Rush Limbaugh and Phil Henry finished eight places ahead of mostly sports WQAM. Are you sure? Which suffered from the annual summer absence of Neil Rogers and further slippage of its morning drive program. Uh-oh. Sounds like a shot at Mo. WQM had hoped the hiring of Howard David, who has, David, who has a national profile as well, being the new voice of the Dolphins, might bring new listeners to the morning show. We had hoped for that. But unfortunately, uh, it don't seem to be working out for some strange reason. Hello, George. Hey, don't suck up to him now. He ain't going to cover for you. We don't lie about the numbers on this show, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent. We just give them right out. We don't make them up. WQM even slumped in its target demographic, men 25 to 54, losing about 20% of its overall audience and a slightly higher percentage in morning drive, writes Tom, who's taken another little shot at Mo. Jesus Christ. The good news for WQAM is that the market's other sports station, and by the way, Jim Sarney, you're an idiot, okay? Have somebody read you the numbers. Have Tommy explain to you how it worked. Remember Jim Sarney wrote a thing a few Fridays ago about how in the last trend, the morning they were like moving in on Howard. I want. I don't want to stand up for Howard because that would be out of character for me, and I just can't do it. But he's not. It's, it's not a contest. They had a 0 0.9 in the mornings in 2554 men. Uh, so Tom says the good news for QM is the market's other sports station, WRFX Fox, barely registered in the book, finishing in a tie for 32nd overall audience among 34 stations. Oh, 32nd out of 34th, and tied for 32nd, not even alone. The only station ranked below WRFX is WKAT, which with nothing to lose recently switched to classical music, classical gas. The results of that formal change won't show up until the fall book release toward the end of this year. Spanish stations also had a strong showing in the 25 to 54 breakout. WRMA tied with hot for second behind EDR with Radio Ritmo in fourth. Life, an English language soft music slush station was next, followed by CMQ, Radio Amor tied big, blah, 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 blah. The summer book is generally considered the least important of Arbitron surveys because listening is atypical as a result of vacations both of talent and listeners, says Tom Jicka. Excellent column, Tom. Even though you, even though you wrote it after, uh, like we predicted, we took a little bit of a precipitous dump on his station. He failed to point out, though, that we were still number one in midday in the summertime. He didn't mention that. George sucked wind, but nevertheless, we were still number one with over a six, whatever it's going to be, if we ever get Maddie Bell to get us those numbers. You know something? This is going to be quite a project this time, getting these hour by hour. And don't think that anybody is hiding it, because believe me, most of the people in this building are salivating just waiting to see those hour-by-hour hour numbers. They just can't wait to see Jesus Christ. those six to nine numbers hour-by-hour hour and see if they're really as bad as Neil says they are. You know? I mean, you can pontificate all you want, and you can lean up there against the back wall and dream of those good old days when you were a big superstar. It ain't happening here, Mo. You know? In fact, leading the way is a pompous ass has got 22 votes. I just See, with the 11 choices on there, I don't have time. I don't have the luxury of time to go down the whole list every day. No, seriously, that would take us all the way up to noon in those comedy bits. All right. Not a bad idea. Hey, let me tell you, now that summertime is over and we're serious, those summer vacations and all that slacking off is concerned, get the weight off with Balance for Life. This is the way to do it. They bring in that little black sack. George has got his sack right over there. Look at that. In fact, Rich has got his sack. And at any rate, you can lose a ton of weight the easy, delicious way because they use it. You know, yesterday, one of my entrees I had, there was a nice, fresh plum and some blueberries in there. Mm -hmm. You know, what do they call Is it like when you buy strawberries in the store, is that a pint they call them when you buy I the little... I have no idea. What do you mean you have no idea? It's Haven't you ever thing. bought sure, produce? Sure, a pint. A little, a little thing. I think they call it a pint. Well, whatever they call it, when you buy produce in any market, even the good markets, you go through and, you know, on top, they put all the real good fresh ones on top so it looks good, and you go down in the middle of it and you get the ones that are spoiled and worms Slush. and oh, squished and black. 
you look at the produce from Balance for Life that's in your with your entrees and all the other good stuff, and you're just amazed at the quality, like all the other stuff, too. They use only the best ingredients preparing your food for you based on the principles of the Zone Diet, which helps you lose weight like crazy and keeps you satisfied because in your black sack are three delicious gourmet meals, two delicious snacks that they deliver right to your doorstep by 6 a.m. at your work, at your home, wherever you're going to be. And they let you choose between two choices for every meal, too, every day that you're on the program. So if you want to lose that disgusting, unhealthy, grotesque-looking weight, do it the easy way. It's a piece of cake with Balance for Life. Nothing to count. No calories, no carbs. They do all the work for you and prepare fantastic, delicious food. Call Balance for Life today and get started. The sooner you start, the sooner you're going to lose that weight. Call 954-568-3229. 954-568-3229. Or check out their website at balanceforlife.com. And check out the naked picture of the beast. My and this is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM. The Moron Hour at 9 o'clock, you'll hear more. In theaters now. I don't even have any idea who this guy is. From the director of Red Dragon. I am not a man. Barney the Dinosaur stars in... It's a dinosaur! Purple Dragon. I'll staple your eyelids to your forehead. Oh, boy, oh, I can't wait! Oh, Open your eyes. Oh, that's so much fun. Oh. Where's the fun in that? Purple Dragon. Now, I am becoming more than a man. Well, sure you are. And we're all very special. <laughs> in theaters everywhere. Did you enjoy it? I thought it was so tapping fun. I like it, too. Was Barney saying mo? Was that what he said? No. 946 at 560 WQM. So anyway, the one at uh, the faggot, I mean, the queen that faxed me the thing about uh, Justin Tinkerbell. Just go away, sweetheart. Bye, bye, bye. Obviously whipped up to a frenzy today. He's probably got his mo blow-up doll out there. Now he sends me a whole thing about anal sex. We ought to save this for George, I guess, for the next time George uh, to fill in. I'm not ashamed to say I've always been intrigued by anal sex as uh, this uh, fact. So I'll save this for you. I'll put it at the bottom of my piles. So, Linda, thank you, Linda. There's another kiss for you, no extra charge. Oh, I should give the, the promo here for Miguel. Look for the Q. Oh, we can't get those hour by hours yet. Maddie Bell is working on it, okay? He's got his nose to the grindstone. And uh, it might, we might have to wait till tomorrow, you think? We can drag this thing out for days and weeks now. The, the suspense, man. Wow! It is penetrating. Inquiring minds want to know out there. Now, is my pole okay here? Did Eric have some kind of a uh, brain fart on the pole? Because I noticed the thing at the bottom is like, uh, yeah, there's like something happened on the bottom of my homepage there. 108 votes already? That's shocking. The reason Mo Howard David and his ratings are so weak is he's a pompous-ass 29. I don't know. I only listen to Neil 24. Who's Mo Howard David at 15? His show blows 12. I love Mo 7. I don't know. I don't listen to him at 6. Geldy's too squeaky for... Because, unfortunately, his show has never sounded better, three. He's alienated everybody else's audience, three. The Beast Book Bad Guest, two. And he's boring, one. But there's something like at the bottom. There's another category there that's missing. What's the other category, George? Uh, I, I don't know what it is. Look for the QM. Oh, who's Howard David? At least that's how you wrote it out. It's third, 15 okay. votes. Right. You better get with him, mister. You sure don't know your pull. Look for the QAM van today from noon to 2 at the Amico. Look, now, is that Amico or BP Amico? Whatever. You know, this. At the Amico at 3401 Biscayne Boulevard, Miami, 34th and Biscayne. <laughs> Woo! Boy, Miguel ought to get lucky down there. Stop by to win prizes and register to win a trip for two to see the Dolphins play the Jets in New York. So we have some crappy prizes, but a chance to win a really great trip. So there you go. Go by and see Miguel. Keep him company. Keep him safe from all those undesirables there at 34th and Biscayne. Because we know what's going on down there. Well, maybe not. And by the way, the guy with the anal sex thing. Bye, bye, bye. Have a great life with the Tinkerbell. 
So Linda sends me this fact. She says, hi, Neil, my husband and I just mailed in our Arbitron Radio Diaries this week. Oh! Of course, we can't make any comment on that. We both listen to Mo for an hour uh, and a half every, I would not say, an hour or half an hour every weekday. We're only listening to catch his latest inane remarks about you or others at the station. He must be a very stupid person to wage a war with you. It only makes him appear more obnoxious and unprofessional to the extreme. You don't have to know the guy to be able to tell what a pain he must be to work with or to be around, says Linda. She don't even work here and she knows it. And knows that he tried to get poor little George fired at a, the worst possible time of his life when he just, his wife just gave birth to that surprise baby. Also, Linda says, I think George should be paid as much as Howard since his numbers are higher, and she's got a good point. Absolutely correct. Ma'am, after all, what else matters on the radio? George is great. My only complaint with him was when he was tra trashing his wife all the time. Rick Riley used to do that, and I think it sucks. It would be okay if his wife had equal time on the air. Well, guess what's starting next Monday morning? Crystal uh, Rodriguez on here next Monday morning, 6 to 9. Huh? She would love it. It says, I too miss Timmy a lot. I think the show suffers from his loss, but I still love the show and won't miss a day. She's talking, of course, about passions. I can't believe I missed Smallville last night. What is wrong with me? I was in no gross. Flesh. Pretty good hockey game. Huh? No flesh? No. When, when do we ever see flesh? That big hot Other than that one episode there with the sweat where everybody's AC. Yeah, right. Working. And that was, oh, that's right. When the teacher was, uh, yeah. thank you for the quality show that amuses and informs, says Linda. Keep reading those bedtime stories. Thank you, sweetheart. We love you. Bloomberg's boycott opens door for another parade controversy. Poor old Mike. This is from the A&P. Get ready for another parade controversy. It was only earlier this month that Mayor Michael Bloomberg bowed out of the Columbus Day Parade in favor of a very large, very public Italian lunch with cast members of the Sopranos after organizers objected to his marching with them. Now, almost before the mayor had time to digest his penne, he's mixed up with the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Gaze. Gaze. Did I say guess? Gays. Maybe that guy that was sending me the thing about uh, Justin Tinkerbell bye, bye, bye. is going to be bearing his ass on St. Patty's Day. Sounds to me like he bears it just about every day. The parade organized by the Ancient Order of the Hiberians allows gays and lesbians to march but not to identify themselves with a banner as representing a gay or lesbian organization. Right. How do you like that? Asked about it during the Columbus Day controversy, Bloomberg said he would march down Fifth Avenue for the St. Patty's Day parade as well as at an inclusive parade in Queens. Queens. He said he would also invite gays and lesbians to an annual St. Patty's Day breakfast he hosts at Grace Mansion as he did last year. You know, the rest of the world keeps laughing at us. I hate to break the news to you, boys and girls. The rest of the world keeps laughing at the USA that this kind of crap still goes on. On the one hand, they're laughing. On the other hand, they're scared crapless because of all the goddamn guns. Crazy people with guns. And as you travel around the world, you realize this is one of the very, very, very few countries in the world where you have all these crazy people with guns. And people in places like major metropolitan areas like Washington, D.C. are afraid to let their kids go out of the house or even walk, uh, go get gas or do anything because they're afraid some lunatic that's on loose is going to blow their crap away. The more Bloomberg was asked, the less he seemed comfortable with that position. Earlier this week, he finally suggested he may not march at all on St. Patty's Day. I don't think that any of the censorship or discrimination makes any sense, Bloomberg said Monday. But if the parade organizers found whoever I choose to invite next march unacceptable, I'd go have dinner in an Irish pub instead of an Italian restaurant. Good for him. He added, who am I going to invite? I don't know. I hope the organizers find whoever is chosen is acceptable. Parade director James Barker has stoked the controversy, hinting that organizers may object if Bloomberg invites the wrong guests. Like if there's maybe too many priests in a parade would be bad, I would think. If the mayor wants to go to an Irish pub, said Barker, that's his right. There's nothing to answer now because we don't know who he's inviting. The parade has won court decisions that back its prohibiting against the Irish lesbian and gay organization from marching under its banner in the parade for the past 11 years. Bloomberg's apparent, and what about them little elves, huh? 
those elves and fairies. Bloomberg's apparent reconsideration of his stance could be the result of a campaign led by some of the city's most prominent gay and lesbians during the past several days. State Senator Tom Duane, City Councilwoman Christine Quinn, and members of the Irish Lesbian and Gay Organization have written letters of protest to the mayor, and on Monday, a few hours before the mayor publicly considered his decision to march, they held a press conference at City Hall to denounce Bloomberg, Bloomberg, whatever the hell his name is this week. The St. Patrick's Day Parade is a long, troubling history of discriminating against the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender community, Quinn said at the press conference. Blair Bloomberg's decision to march on the St. Patty's Day Parade validates discrimination and exclusion and denies the very essence of this city. On Tuesday, Quinn said the pressure may have gotten the mayor to rethink the, his position, like prone. Well, I'd like to think that my letters in the press conference have led him to reconsider, said Quinn. His position seemed to soften a little bit, a wee bit. Bloomberg spokesman Ed Schuyler said what the mayor wants most is to avoid a repeat of the Columbus Day hoopla. The parade is a long way off, said Schuyler. Nobody wants a repeat of the last parade of that debacle, is what he said. Well, the votes are pouring in on this very important poll here, baby. They're pouring in. You notice that? What do we got, 7,000 already? 138 already. The reason Mo Howard David and his ratings are so weak is he's a pompous ass, 40. I don't know. I only listen to Neil, 32. And it goes from there. Who's Mo Howard David, 17? We're trying to give him a lot of publicity on this show. And like his buddy Fish said, he couldn't buy it for $50 million. And Fish, you are... Absolutely correct, sir. I mean, it's not as good as or effective as those billboards that Greg Reed has put out. <laughs> huh? See, the reason we don't have any billboards is because Cheap Channel owns all the billboards. That's why you see all the IOD billboards and for all of the Cheap Channel 400 stations in the market. Is because they own all the goddamn billboards. And are we going to pay for them? No. No way. Now, how about the TV spots? That campaign hasn't uh, kicked in yet? No. And the big newspaper ads? They'd uh, done the job? Uh, no! Attack on Internet called the largest ever. Are you aware that this just happened? No. Well, you will be when we come back following the break. Because I don't, don't want to like, interrupt it. It's pretty important stuff. Then we got the uh, audio of the uh, McBride-Bush debate. Not... And, you know, and the best part of the thing is, here these are sports guys, him and Geldy and Robert. They're supposed to be the sports guys. And they evidently watched all our parts of the Bush-McBride debate last night because they were talking about it. And I'm supposed to be the, uh, you know, the guy with the um, bedtime stories. The political the curmudgeon. Political curmudgeon. I didn't watch that thing. I wouldn't watch it for all the money in the world. I'm busy watching hockey games and World Series a little bit. A little bit of uh, my good, close, personal friend. Loan me $50. Yeah, there's all this other stuff going on. Well, what am I going to watch that debate for? I already know who I'm going to vote for 20 or 30 times. Is there any choice? I mean, anybody would vote for a fascist, right-wing, anti-human, hypocritical asshole like Jeb Bush. They're going to get what they deserve. And you know what they're going to get? A right-wing, anti-human, hypocritical piece of turd is what they'll get if we get four more years of Jeb Bush. You think about it, folks. Is that what anybody with a brain wants? No. Oh, my God. Delights of West Boca, your low-carb, sugar-free Atkins diet superstore, has got a spectacular new section of low-carb cookies. Not just one flavor, but 14 different cookies from three different bakers. I have them all. I do. They're delicious, and if I had to pick a favorite, I couldn't because I haven't tasted them yet, frankly. But I guess P.D. Lenny's talking about him. He says they're great. Peanut butter, chocolate, chocolate chip, lemon, coconut, all sugar-free or low-carb. You can stop by Delights and sample any of their products. You can try them before you buy them. Delights also gave us a loaf of their new-carb, low-carb low bread. 
called Sinfully Low-Carb Bread. Spread some of that new La Nuba jam on it, and you've got a great low-carb breakfast. And don't forget, as your official Atkins Diet Retail Center, Delights of West Boca sells every single Atkins brand product at 25% off every day of your life. You heard the reports on NBC, CNN, on WTVJ. They still all say it's Atkins that can help you shed that fat. It works for a lot of people. Delights of West Boca has got a friendly, knowledgeable staff to lead you down the path to health. They're open 10 till 10 every single day, seven days a week, right there on the corner of Glades and 441 in Boca. Call one eight seven. Isn't that New York Prime in Boca too? Yeah, I think it is. Call one eight seven seven Low Carb or see them on the web at lowcarb.com. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAQAM. Esta es el show de la mañana. Hugh Rogers. Esta es su cerebro. Tienes preguntas? We'll be coming down Fifth Avenue upon St. Patty's Day. A great day for the Irish all across the USA. But Gora, what is this I hear? This cry and ballyhoo. There's a bunch of queers again this year who say that Irish too. Oh, God loves the Irish, unless, of course, you're gay. If you are, you won't be marching upon St. Patty's Day. You can be a bum, a bucket of scum, sure, and that's okay. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. Oh, we're fine. <coughs> of Hibernians, those eminences gray, have delivered this pronouncement upon the blessed day. Sure, a little bit of heaven fell and nestled in the sea. <coughs> but you're going straight to hell for homosexuality. Yes. Oh, God loves the Irish, unless of course you're gay. That was their pronouncement as the pipes begin to play. You can be a con, a mafia, Don. God loves you anyway. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. O L E S B I A N and S spells lesbians. Choose another women part to mate with. <coughs> Devil a man can never get a date with. L E S B I A. And, and, as we say, oh! it's a shame that these games want to come out and march with us lesbians. No way. But just ask Cardinal O'Connor. He showed us such a straight. It's boils like the Kennedys that made this country great. We don't allow no Peter Pan the wedding of the green. And when we say up the Irish boys, that isn't what we mean. Oh, God loves the Irish as long as men are men. Except perhaps the leprechauns, we've never been sure of them. You can be stinking drunk and hurling chunks, we'll laugh it all away. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. No, you can't be Irish if you're gay. Stupid. Don't even try being Irish if you're gay. <coughs> 1002 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. Before we do that thing about the Internet, which I'm amazed that you haven't heard about that. No. Uh, leaders of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Toledo were placed on leave. A priest accused of repeatedly sexually abusing a boy two decades ago. When you hear the name, it may set you back a little bit. The Reverend Bernard Kokosinski, 64. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's his name. The Reverend Bernard Kokosinski, 64, will be temporarily replaced as pastor of St. Anthony of Padua in Columbus Grove, Ohio, Bishop James Hoffman said yesterday. I knew a kid named Ski. William Clark. <laughs> I heard he was pretty cocky is what I heard. Now 43 said he was raped and molested by Kokosinski in the rectory at St. Joseph's Church <coughs> in Fremont, according to a lawsuit in Lucas County Common Pleas Court. 
Uh, Clark sued the priest last week asking for more than $25,000 in compensatory and punitive damages. His case is the 11th lawsuit being filed against the local priest and the Toledo Diocese since April. He said he was raped in it. And one of the nine cases alleges that diocesan leaders knew of a widespread pattern of sexual misconduct among the clerics but failed to stop it. Of course, Kokosinski has served in at least nine parishes since his ordination. He declined to comment about the suit. All he did was clear his throat and say, <coughs> like that. That was it. That's as far as he was willing to go. So we're waiting to see if Maddie Bell's going to come through for us today or not. Could be another day, you think. That noon bit I think we right ought to now. have somebody. Uh, 367 votes on that poll they're pouring in. We got noon to one the big Wednesday, noon to one hour today. And thank God for that, you know, because the pressure was so great for Matty Bell showing up. And he let us down. I'm sure it's not his fault, but he let us down. Usually he comes waddling through that door. Hey, Pally! He's kind of like, he's like Fat Boy Jr. You don't think they're all in suspense inside the building, too? They want, oh, are you kidding me? They want to see those numbers. They want to squeeze them. They want to examine them. They want to look at them with a magnifying glass. And <laughs> believe me, they'll need one for some of the numbers. I don't want to mention which day part. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> 20 till noon at 560 WQAM. We all have different lifestyles, Mo. Therefore, we need different products to make us feel better and be healthier. Especially the older you get, man, start popping lots of that oleomed. Do they have one for old age yet? Well, don't forget. Oldiomed. Old oleomed. That's good. And then there's that moldiomed for bad hair pieces. Oleomed Mediterranean formulas are advanced combinations of pharmaceutical-grade olive oil combined with good stuff. Vitamins and minerals, herbals, other nutrients scientifically designed to provide natural nutrition solutions to help you support specific health needs. They've got three great new formulas for you, sleep, weight management, and CoQ10. And trust me when I tell you, CoQ10 is one of the best things you can take for your heart, all using the benefits of pharmaceutical-grade olive oil, like I just said only moments ago. Oleomed's an outstanding new product that you can pick up at Publix, Eckerd's, Walgreens. Say hi to Marcy at Walgreens, please. For more info, call Oleomed at 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. You can also order their great products online through their website, oleomedamerica.com. And if you visit your nearest Publix and buy an Oleomed product in Broward and Dade Counties, you can get you a coupon for a free Larry Coker bobblehead doll oh. while supplies last. What more could allow? Life is just not complete without one of those. Don't forget to visit their sampling pavilion at Sports Center every Sunday, too, when the Dolphins are playing home games. Pick up some free Oleomed samples and product information and start popping some real soon.
14 till noon at 560 WQM. Here's a uh, psychotic fax from Andy at Arabelle Fabrics in North Miami, who says, The reading of articles is tortuous, especially uh, extremely terminal and ponderous. It's uh, irrelevant. Why am I listening? Uh, something that you're number one in your time slot. I, I don't understand that. It's irrelevant. Why am I listening nor that you're number one in your time slot? I read. Please, Neil, stop reading. I'm feeling like uh, killing some people when uh, you read. It's pure noise. Yes, this will be my last fax. No, it won't. <laughs> All right. Do you understand that? He's stupid. Yeah, that's Crazy. beside the point. Another desperado. It'll never be your last fax. I just got a fax from Mark the Jets fan. Another one. You see, you people out there who keep threatening you're going to turn it off, I can sit here and go like that for uh, four hours, and it's a lot easier than researching all these articles and reading. It takes a lot less effort. Like that. I could loop that. Yeah. And then we can live up to the billing that we're getting, you know. Another train monkey. Right. Going like that. Still get big numbers. Still beat his numbers, I guarantee you that. No contest. Now, wouldn't you be embarrassed if you got beaten up by somebody making sounds of a train monkey on the air for four hours? Like that. No problem, as long as they know it's me. And, of course, would they be sure it's me? Just like, are they really sure that I'm here right now? Was I at the hockey game tonight? No. See, I might not even be here right now. We might just be funning you again. That's right. Except for those people that saw me at Publix on Sunday. You could be in Rome. I could be doing a show on goddamn Rome or Gnome, okay? I could be the old Gnome in Rome, and you wouldn't even know it. If it weren't for some people with loose lips that opened up a mouth that one Friday, I just wanted to, like, uh, one day, just one day, Pull the wool over their I ears. You said you were traveling. No, you did not. That's what I said. No, you didn't. It's on tape. Did not say that. Well, then it was Joe. It was Joe Mama. People presumed that I had let it out of the bag and then just went ahead. See, why did you? Why did you say? You see, at the time you denied it. Now, now you think that because I'm old and uh, feeble that my Alzheimer's is going to kick in. I don't no, remember that. No, I said that. the same thing at the time, but it didn't. No, matter. You, you did not. Tried. You said to me, you, you said, "Well, you were talking about it, blah blah blah, like that." You, you were talking you didn't about deny it. it at all. I was not talking about when I was going to start doing the show. Just for one day to prove the point that no matter where I was sitting on my ass, that the show was going to sound the same. Reading ponderous articles like uh, to get pissed off that guy just faxed me. So hey, I, I got news. What? So how's the weather in Toronto? So let me say this to you, okay? It's uh, getting pretty chilly up here, eh? And I'll do on the show whatever the hell I want to do, okay? We're still doing just fine. And you're not listening because of my ratings. And you're not listening because uh, I've been on the air for 800 years here. You're listening because you choose to listen. You could be playing goddamn records right now. You could be playing with yourself, which you probably are in between writing the faxes. But the bottom line is you're listening because you like it. You love it. They could be listening to classical music. Even, even if you hate it, you love hating it. See what I'm saying? And somebody who comes on here and lies to us that, you know, and pretends he hasn't listened since his birthday back in June. Hello, George. Yeah. And then gets all crusty and bent out of shape about things that are going on in the show. He must have quite a pipeline, you know what? He must have a bonsai pipeline. People feeding him all kinds of information about what's happening on this goddamn show. You know, I, I'll tell you what. Maybe I'm going to, uh, I'll throw all this crap away. And I'll just live up to what he said uh, way back when. Maybe I'll just talk about him every day for four hours. Isn't that basically okay. what he said? He said, if I didn't have the Catholic Church or him to talk about, I wouldn't have any show. Which doesn't explain how I managed all those other 26 years before he came, his ugly old ass with that bad uh, toupee here. But nevertheless, I have no problem with doing that. It's an endless source of material. And drop-ins. Hello, George. You know. They're, they're endless. Jesus Christ. And then like that, that one thing this morning, I mean, it makes me... Kill some people. Yeah. Makes me furious that tune into the moron hour at nine o'clock. Nice, we'll more. nice moron hour. In hey, other words, the he's... one that wanted some promotion. That's right. No, I, I'm delighted that he at least recognizes my existence now. 
which is a big improvement, promoting that we're going to play the audio from uh, the uh, gubernatorial debate last night. Anything, anything that we even acknowledge there's something on the air here at 9 o'clock, that's a step in the right direction, Mo, okay? You sorry old ass. Star and Galactic Heart confirms Central Black Hole. Did yeah, you I do that. See, he knows his astronomy. He doesn't know about his Internet, though. I'm surprised you hadn't read that. No. Because that's one of the things that they're planning. You know the evildoers? Yes, yes, indeed. Observations of the star closest to the heart of the Milky Way confirms the existence of a colossal black hole there, astronomers announced last uh, Wednesday, a week ago today. The star passes within 17 light hours of a compact radio source known as Sagittarius A. Pegged as a... What race is he in? The fifth. Now, I see... A, after a horse's name in standard bred harness racing, means it's a horse that was bred in Australia. Didn't know that, did you? I had if no it's idea. N, it's New Zealand. Really? Yeah, like douchebag N. Is Any it other codes? Pegged as the galactic center and completes an oval orbit around the super hotspot every 15.2 years. The orbital ad, uh, attributes mean that the entire mass of the interior object, between 2.6 million and 3.7 million times that of the sun, is crammed within a space about three times the size of our solar system. The staggering density could only result from a supermassive black hole. Roy! According to physicist Rainer Schodel, who with colleagues published the findings in this week's journal, Nature. We can confidently now say that a black hole does indeed exist at the center of our galaxy, said Schodel, who works at the Max Planck Institute for Astrophysics in Garching, Germany. Scientists suspected that the galactic center har harbored a black hole, but hadn't ruled out alternative explanations for the Sagittarius A radio source, such as a dense cluster of stars or stellar material within a few light years. How do you like that? we got a big black hole out there, baby. Roy! It could only have been a black hole. That's what Skoran said. Let's see. Two suggestions for the 12 o'clock funnies. The burps and, uh, oh, the chicken dance. What is that thing called? Body uh, sound effect, something like that. Oh. I'll figure it out. Rude, obnoxious, uh, foul, and distasteful of the dolphins are losing. Ah, that's that uh, guitar man thing. Coxlehoist dolphin. And he also, Scott, and oh, Scott's just getting really chronic. He wants to hear that old lady who says, Who the hell are you? Whoa, can you believe I remember where that was wow. on Bank 3? What a memory, baby. So there you go, Scott. You got, like, part of your deal, and I'll work on the other ones. I'll think about it. Here's Warren, who found, boy, they're busy on the fax machine today. What's with the epidemic of non-promotion at QAM? First, there was Mo ignoring the fact your show follows him. Now, Joe of Joe and Mark fame seems to have caught the fever. Listening several nights and mornings, I noticed whenever Joe lists the lineup each day, conspicuously absence of any uh, mention of bandage. He never fails to mention Howard, then you at nine, Hank at three. Is there a problem between them, or is this just a condition of Joe's cross-promotion with Mo? I noticed Mo don't mention the mad dog either. Maybe that's because he called him, he slipped up and called him Mo that one time. I'm sure. No, seriously, he, he'll start with Hank, and he goes through the thing in the ball game, and then we got the Eddie Kepler and blah, 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 and the Dirty Boys over there, and that's it. But there's no mention of, like, uh, Mad Dog. Probably because he figures he's part of the same day part, 10 to 3. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't want to do anything to goose up 10 to 3. What he doesn't understand, Mo, I hate to break the news to you, what you don't understand is that everything that we're here on is based on 9 to 1, because they have these amazing things called breakdowns in a rating, which we're looking for, where some people have a nervous breakdown when they come out, you know? And we'll have when they see the hour by hour. Stupid. But uh, they have the breakdown, so you can tell who's been naughty and nice and what's going on 9 to 1, and we'll separate that from 1 to 3. Maybe it's just an accident. Maybe you just forgot about the mad dog. But no, but that's good logic, because then he'll be able to say that 40% fewer. Right. 40% fewer trained monkeys were listening this summer than last summer. So I think instead of reading all the articles, what I'll just do is I'll talk about that show all day for four hours. Here's a fax from Jay. It says, if you were to conduct yourself as an adult. Oh, this you know who this is from? 
This yeah. is from uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. always with a J. It always starts with a J. See, he typed it out to make. Uh, it ain't gonna do any good. I'm not gonna read your crap, Jerry, J, whatever name you're using today. And you know what both of those rhyme with, don't you, Jerry and J, and today? Gay. Yeah, that's what they rhyme with. But have a nice day. So I guess we got some cross-promotional problems on this radio station. A lot of, now we never had that before, did we? No, as far never, as the ever had goes, that I'm before. Sure that's an, a mistake somehow. No, he wouldn't be doing that deliberately, Joe. Why are you always standing up for Joe? I like because Joe a lot. Joe's a, a good, good guy. guy but, but he was here the other day. He, he was, I don't know, he's a little off his feet all of a sudden. I don't know what his story is. I think too. I think this guy's got it right. Too much consorting with Mo has, tur has turned him. No. Nah. Yeah. I don't believe the facts. Well, what did he say about Mo's show? <laughs> Come on, oh, off the air? Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Here's a good, here's an excellent fax. This is the best fax we've had all day. You know what it says? What? It says, I listen to the Neil Rogers show because I'm an asshole. Oh, wow. I bet I bet it's from Sonny Fox. Hi, this is Sonny Fox. I listen to Neil Rogers because I can hear the word asshole. No, because he is an asshole is what he's really trying to say. I guess we had that ass backward, that Sonny Fox bit. Now, what did Joe say about Mo and that morning show? He wishes nothing but the best Rhymes uh, with blows. for him. No, no, come on. See, you're you're just you're I'm, hopeless. I'm, I'm lying. Yeah, you're, we know you're lying. He said anything about it. That's I mean, he's not, not true. into it. That is not. Well, he's not into it. No. Well, why not? What's wrong with it? Are you knocking that morning show now that we're we're a part of that six to ten? That's part of our day part. I understand. I hope everybody listens to it. That's our partner show that we're trying to like goose up by talking about him until he can't stand it anymore. Yeah. To force the audience to tune in and see just what it is. What is it? You're you're just you're such a Joe hasn't said crap. You're so full of crap. Four minutes till noon at five sixty WQAM. Hey, ask Tom Lehman. He'll he'll do a whole uh, dialogue with you about the morning show down there. That's one of his favorite subjects at Hallett Pontiac. He's a student of this radio station, good old Tom Lehman, and a student of giving you great deals too. And this Halloween, no tricks, just treats at Hallett Pontiac, announcing the great 0% Halloween event going on right now at Hallett. I bet you Tom voted on our poll today, too. I bet you. I think I know what he voted for, too. That's right. With the proof credit from GMAC, get 0% financing up to 60 months on all 2002 Pontiacs and GMC models and select 2003s, too. I'm getting choked up just thinking about that thing with uh, Joe turning on uh, the Mad Dog. <coughs> Or take a rebate of up to four grand. Damn it. <coughs> Here's even more good news. No payments for 90 days. Check out the complete line of GMC SUVs, including the Envoy voted by Motor Trend as SUV of the year and the all-new Pontiac Vibe SUV that's got the power of a big, gutsy sports car, but it sure ain't no Corvette. Hallett's also got a stupendous, unbeatable selection of dependable, that's the operative word, dependable used cars, trucks, and SUVs. You won't find a single lemon on that lot, no fruit. And as far as credit is concerned, no matter how crappy your credit is, uh, if it's mediocre on the edge and even worse than that, they'll still get you a deal worked out and get you into a new or used vehicle at Hallett Pontiac GMC. Don't forget it's the great 0% Halloween event. It's going on right now as I speak. At Hallett Pontiac, you'll find them at 13401 South Dixie Highway on US-1 across from the falls, a pillar of stability in the same location for over 35 years in this godforsaken town. Hallett Pontiac GMC, who be professional grade. <laughs> Sports Radio 560, QAM. This is Dave Goldstein, but you can call me Geldy. Whenever I'm in town, I listen to... Wait a minute, I am in town. It's the 12 to 1 hour. Die!
Maddie Bell came in here with the bad news for George. George owes an apology to that old man with a bad uh, toupee. You want to apologize now, or should I do it for you? Well, I could start. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I suck. <laughs> oh, here we thought that six to ten was so bad because of the uh, six to nine hours. Well, not that they were great. Hope you're listening, Mo. Oh, that's right. He'll hear it through the grapevine. He don't listen. Man, eighteen plus. And that 25 to 54 thing, i got to look at that again. Can that be possible? Where's that thing again? I mean, he, yeah. was, he was pretty weak, all right. 6 to 9 a.m. 6 to 9 a.m. and men 25, 18 plus, he was uh, number uh, 9 with a 4 point. Oh! Number 9. Got that? 25, 54, 6 to, oh, that's not our number. Excuse me. 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., and 25.54, that's worth that book, that uh, number three with a 5.1. Not even close. Not even uh -huh. close. Big with a 7.1, and that's because the, the other Howard got all the audience 9 to 10. See what I'm saying? I, I, I'm nauseous. Mm. But the pizza sure is good. Pizza, thanks a lot, Brad, over at Tony's Pizza at Northwest 2nd Avenue and 135th. Is that right? 191st. 191st. I was close. Thereabouts, 93rd. 193rd and Northwest 2nd Avenue. Great. Uh, Boca Brian comes in. Well, congratulations. Bad, Look at his baby. Bad timing. He just had a baby, too. Bad timing, Brian. Very depressing. You're going to have to start doing some Attack George bits now. His rating sucked. Look at this. Uh, hour by hour. You want? What do you want, men? I want men. I know. 
6 a.m. men 18 plus. Mo's got a 4.3. In fact, tomorrow we're going to do a poll on how come Georgia's numbers suck so bad. 4.3. Then at 7, a 4.0. Then at 8 o'clock, a 3.8 cheer. 9 o'clock, George picks it up a little bit. Not much, 4.1. Then he's got two fine hours. Fine hours. 5.8 and a 7.4. Noon to 1, 5.3. Mad Dog picks up that 10 to 3. 5.8 and a 6.3. Now we understand why I don't want to promote him because he goosing up that midday. He's a threat. Although you did have the biggest hour there. He had a 7.4. That's the biggest hour on the station from 11 to noon. They just can't take that much of you anymore. They can take an hour a day, that little spick talking about eating grizzly. In between Howard and, uh, and Rush, I do uh, really well. In between Howard, uh, Sperm, and Rush, you do fine. But other than that, pretty yeah. embarrassing. So you owe him an apology. I'd, I'd go up to him tomorrow, and I'd, after at first I'd pull off the uh, toupee, and I'd kiss him right on the big bald spot. Well, it's I would. still higher than his, right? I'd give him a mushy. What do you mean it's still higher? Well, of course, anything is higher. Well, then what am I apologizing But his numbers weren't for? as bad as we've been saying, though. They weren't like twos and threes. Well, he didn't have that three eight. We had a terrible lead-in. In fact, 25 to 54, that's the target demo. Like I said, he was he was weak. 6 o'clock, he's got a 4.6 share on the Dirty Boys. Oh, no, that's what his problem was. He won't be promoting them anymore. You need a lead-in, Mo. Joe and Mark, oh, my God. 1 to 5 a.m., a 3.8 share in men, 25-54. Pretty weak. It was bigger than that last book. No, a lot bigger. It was like eights. Yeah. Woo! The Dirty Boys are where the problem is. And here we thought it was in the morning. It's the lead into the morning show, the Dirty Goyim. That's the problem. Because then he goes from, uh, at 5 in the morning, they got a 2.6 year. See, not everybody cares about who's got the biggest ass, okay, Joe? Well, I do. If he grows it up a little bit, like about two more uh, grades in school, up to like about fourth grade, at that level, maybe we'll get some more people listening to the overnight show. Man, that's weak. That's weak. 2-6. And then it goes to a 4-6 at 6 a.m. That's Mo's biggest hour. And then once they hear his voice on here, they start running like crazy. Because then it goes down to a 3.9. At 8 o'clock, a 3.2. And you just keep them right there. No, you don't. You actually went down. That. You know something that? So from embarrassed. average quarter hours of 8,900 men, you went down to 8,100 men at 9, 9 o'clock hour. Blech. Yeah. That is just shocking. And we want to apologize right here, right now, no. to the old man with a bad uh, toupee. No. For busting his ball. So, I mean, his numbers are pretty uh, lame. But you sure as hell didn't goose him up in the 9 o'clock hour like we thought. Like yeah. you're, like all the other books when other people were on here in midday. Besides you. Now, 10 o'clock, you go up to a 4-1 in 2554 men. 11 o'clock, that's your big hour, 7.5. They like you from 11 to noon. That's just, that's before eating time. It's right around lunchtime, and they're thinking about eating food, eating ass. Then noon to one of five point nine, and Mad Dog is six one to six three. Mad Dog done good. All right. He done real good in there. He saved your ass from real embarrassment. I'll send him a card. So we apologize. That's why we get the hour by hour, and we we could make them up. We could say, hey, you got ones that we don't make that up. Okay, we give you the real numbers, and we want to make amends right now with the old man, don't we? No. 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 He still makes us sick. Volumes one through a hundred. Boy, that's a, a pretty sloppy uh, bunch of numbers there. Ten minutes afternoon at 560 WQM. Let's face it, George, you've been hearing about Fast Train for a long time now. Something to think about. <laughs> I'm calling them out. How about a job that makes sense for you and your abilities? The facts are simple. If you have the dedication, Fast Train can provide you with all the necessary training to become a certified computer professional. According to Time Magazine, the demand for computer professionals will continue to explode. Their average student completes the training in four short months, attending school three nights a week, 
Once you've completed your certification, Fast Train will assist you in obtaining your new computer job. Fast Train invites you to come in and visit their trained career counselor and determine which track is ideal for you. Maybe it's Scioto Downs. Maybe it's Thistledown. Maybe it's Northville or Hazel Park. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to set up an appointment with four convenient locations. You'll find them in Miami, Pembroke Pines, Fort Lauderdale, and their newest location in prestigious Kendall. And don't forget to ask the counselor at uh, Fast Train for a list of students just like yourself that are currently in dream jobs thanks to them. Call Fast Train today and get yourself on a track to a great new job before spring. Call toll-free 1-866-FAST-TRAIN or check them out on the web if you like at FastTrain.com. Sports Radio 560, QAM. Bang you in the butt, honey. Like he got his head to seven off with a machete. That's not right. That other guy out there wants to be thrown out of the game. I, uh... They ought to find that bastard and throw him in a Turkish taffy prison. I... Why, if it was up to me, I'd disconnect my colostomy bag just to pee on his face. I... What's taking that rep so long? Uh, they're judging the replay. Well, well replay. Where's the replay room? Uh, 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 you can't go in there. The hell, I can't. Get out of my way. Good luck to you. The replay room? Yes, here it is. But who the hell are you? Out of my way. Hey, who the hell are you? You don't know who I am? No. That guy there, does he know who I am? You know who this guy is? Yeah, he's the dolphin play-by-play guy. Get back to your booth. I demand that you throw that bully splib out of the game. By the power vested in me, by the commissioner, Ford Frick. Frick who? Frick you. Frick you. Frick you. Somebody get this guy out of here. Hand me, you quizzling. Security. Oh, man, let's go. Come get on. your frickin' buzz off me, you loser. No time for this. Throw him out the window. Dad, you all right, Mo? Yeah, landed on my wig. Hello? Hey, yo, is OJ there? This is the juice. Huh? No, this is OJ. Oh, hey, OJ. This is Randy Moss. Who? Randy Moss. Wide receiver from the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I have no idea who you are. Uh oh, hang on a second. Arnell, it's one gram per vial. Okay, now, who's this? Randy Moss, Minnesota Vikings. From the NFL? Look, man, I haven't really paid no attention to all the expansion teams since I left the league. 
What can I do for you? I'm in trouble, O.J., and I need your legal advice. Uh, hang on a second. A.C., uh, bring me that sandwich and then help on now. Okay, Ricky, go ahead. It's Randy, and I'm in trouble, O.J. <laughs> yeah, I know all about trouble. Help me, O.J. I don't go looking for trouble. Trouble comes looking for me. What happened? Tell me. Well, I was minding my own business, driving my G-Ride, and this woman cop got in front of me. I tried not to hit her, and then they found weed in my car. You need to get a hold of Johnny Cochran. That man saved my ass. He'll keep you from doing time for knocking off that lady cop. Knocking off? I, I didn't kill her. I just bumped her with my car. It was... Look, man, you needed to kill that woman. You can't let them live. Man, you ain't got no problems. Try killing a woman. Then you got problems. I gotta go. Tonight on CNN, ABC, MSNBC, UPN, PAX, CNBC, CBS, NBC, Noggin, and the Fox Cartoon Channel, it's Hyper Sniper Mania. On Nightline, Ted Koppel interviews Steve from Dell. So you think media hype is encouraging the sniper? Dude! Like, sure. Then on Larry King. Joining me tonight is Mr. Moose. They calls me Chief Moose. I thought Bullwinkle was the Chief Moose. This be Mr. Chief Moose. As I wait for my desk at the moment, if you be the sniper, please leave a number where you can be reached. Hello, this is the sniper. Thanks for all the press. My cell number is 555-202. The responsible journalism continues when your local action news puts a reporter smack in the middle of all the action. Have you seen the sniper yet? No, not. Wait, wait, here comes the car now. Hey, are you a sniper? No, guess not. That car wasn't a sniper. Well, thanks for that report. We'll keep our viewers... Wait, here's another... No, wait! <laughs> it's a white man this time! Hey, are you... Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind, the true Hollywood celebrity music biography profile story, we take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. They came from Tulsa, Oklahoma, with a mission. A mission to tell the world that even beautiful women pass gas, too. They were the Gap Band. Let me tell you something. People think that song is about love. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's about a woman who squeezed out the largest, smelliest booty burps in America. Ronnie Wilson, one of the three brothers who founded the Gap Band, was the first to encounter Doris, a groupie who worked her way backstage. The band's manager, Sloppy Gold. I will never forget that night. One by one, they come out of the dressing room, gagging from the wind this chick is laying down. Ronnie says to me, she was damn good, but do not even attempt 69. Long fed up with the bad rap men get for their flatulence, the Gap Band recorded, You Dropped a Bomb on Me, hoping to send a message of equality, that men and women are pretty much alike. Both their digestive systems process certain foods into blasts of odorous methane. People wanted a love song, I guess, so that's what they thought it was. The world just wasn't ready for a song about noxious butt bubbles. And what of Doris? Tonight, Inside the Behind confronts her with being the inspiration for the Gap Band's hit song. Oh, those guys. It's all just sour grapes. I showed them an awful good time. And
And you know how <laughs> men will do anything to make us women look bad. Oh, my God. Ah, I think my nose is bleeding. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business. Tonight on Inside the Behind. Oh. Welcome back to the highly rated and Mo Howard and David of the show. According to my extravagations. Okay, stupid, where were we? We were doing this. No, wrong. Oh. You were doing that to me. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mo. That's better. Mm. day. Chris. I didn't say you could say that yet. Okay. Orande. Now you. Chris. Carter. Orande Gatsby. That's Jackson. Not on my watch, you punk. Okay. Orande. He's up, will you? What's with the kung fu grip? Sorry, Mo. And we got one of our three very important callers on the line here. WQAM, what do you want? Come on, come on, spit it out. What's your take? I can't understand the goddamn thing you're saying. What are you doing? I'm playing with my Larry Coker bald doll. Oh, that's quite understandable. Why, I sometimes... Help me out. Help huh? me out. Go ahead, Gildy. Got me going now. Almost there. Say it all right, Dave. Christ, warning, we have mercilessly taken the following material out of context without endorsement or permission from those depicted. It is our ongoing mission to make everything that is good and decent look as ridiculous as possible. We hope we've reached that goal, or at least made you laugh. Friends and distinguished guests, simply put, President Bush can read only at the most basic level. I'm working with a variety of organizations to achieve President Bush's great goal, learn basic vocabulary words. Education is a top priority for President Bush, and I presented him with a children's dictionary. I'm proud that my husband, just yesterday, he said kindergarten. Because education brings opportunity, our public schools are open to every child in America. And President Bush, thank you for your help. And you're welcome. 1224-560-WQAM. Sorry to interrupt our big Wednesday noon to one hour, but we got these important numbers. Now, on the bright side, as George just put a bag over his head, big improvement, by the way. On the bright side, because, see, you don't want to take back that apology, I would think, because otherwise we'll go out and kill some people. Yeah. Starting with my Because his numbers weren't any good. They sucked. It's not that he had good numbers. They just weren't as bad as we were, like, hoping. I mean, thinking, you know, expecting. Like everybody in the building was uh, salivating. I mean, uh, expecting. For example, <clears throat> between 6 and 9 a.m., in men, 18 plus. Where the hell is it already? Jesus Christ, Maddie. Where here it is? Six to nine, men, 18 plus. We're number nine. Number nine in the market on a sports on a that's our on a men's show. Number nine. Okay, you ready for that? I got it. With a four point. Oh, from nine. nine. Are you interrupting again? Oh, I would never. From nine to one. I'm trying to give you like a little boost here after this this, this disgrace. He had a, he had a four point. Oh, this is good for number nine. Men 18 plus, we were number one. Little George was number one. Men 18 plus, 
with a 5.5 shear. And I had just loaded the gun. See? There you go. I'd unload it right now. Too late. Oh. And men 2554, for example. How did old Mo do in the morning, men 2554? Number 8 with a 3.8 shear. That's pretty weak. Pretty, 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 pretty weak. 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. George, coming number three with a 5.1. With a 5.1. Well, it's better than number five like you did last summer. Yeah. So I used you up two spots by being on like uh, two or three shows, whatever it was during the summertime. Didn't help. By not having tapes this year. Right. (laughs) Well, that's a little like, isn't that a, uh, like the tiniest level of uh, bonus? For me. And me. Oh, yeah, there, yeah. It's one of you throw it back. Five bucks. Throw it back. Half of five bucks. Just like a minnow. Throw it right back, like Newton Minnow. Oh, I throw it right back in the water. So there you go. Just when you got me singing a big tune here, we thought we were like kicking real ass, or you were kicking ass. No. Come to find out you were eating ass. That was the problem. I'll be calling in hungover tomorrow. See, here's a message for all you kids out there. It's a lot better to kick ass in life than to eat ass. Much more preferable, okay? Make a lot more money and win a lot more respect and uh, et cetera by kicking ass as opposed to Rectum. eating ass. Oh, God, right in the middle of my damn pizza toppings here from Tony's. 26 past, uh, don't start. I mean, I what? just tried to bail you. You looked like you were about to say something oh, really, uh, not you know. anything ever again. Really disgusting, and let's face it. Tune into the moron hour at 9 o'clock, you'll hear more. I see. I think he's got a point. At 9 o'clock hour, killer. Which means, you know, Howard Sperm, you just cannot compete with, uh, you know. With Mo, you can compete that, Howard. We're not supposed to be competing with Mo Howard. We're supposed to be like a team. Don't you understand what we're talking about? No. We're supposed to be a team. You're supposed to embrace him, not make fun of those silly plaid pants in the varicose veins and that ridiculous powdery toupee. You're supposed to embrace him. Say, what can we do for you, brother? Father. Gramps. 27 afternoon at 560 WQM. Let me tell you about Oleomed once again. Oleomed Mediterranean formulas are advanced combinations of pharmaceutical-grade olive oil. And in those little capsules, amazingly enough, they jam a whole bunch of good stuff in there. Vitamins, minerals, herbals, other nutrients scientifically designed to provide natural nutrition solutions to help you support specific health needs. Look for Oleomed's three new formulas, which are sleep, weight management, and CoQ10, all using the benefits of the finest, the purest olive oil on the face of the globe. Oleomed's an outstanding product that's available all over town. Picks them up at Publix, Eckerd's, Walgreens. If you'd like to get more information about what they are and what you, uh, where you stick them, call their toll-free number, 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. And, of course, you can also order Oleomed products online at oleomedamerica.com. If you visit your nearest Publix and buy an Oleomed product in Dater Broward, you can get you a coupon for a free Larry Coker bobblehead down while supplies last. And don't forget to visit their sampling pavilion at Sportstown each and every Sunday when the Dolphins are playing a home game. Pick up free Oleomed samples and pop them right in your puss. Live, Live and local, we're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Eres el cojonudo de QAM. Elvin, are you okay in there? Wow, I was trying to take my morning pee and felt like I was on fire. Woo-wee! Uh-oh, sounds like you might have an STD. STP? You mean I'm peeing motor oil? No, an STD. You know, a sexually transmitted disease. I bet you got it from that stinky chipmunk who hangs out on the corner. Elvin, did you forget to wrap that rascal? But we only did it once. That's all it takes, you big stud. Now you have to go to the doctor for some medicine. 
Wow! Looks like I learned a valuable lesson today. <laughs> when your thing is chilling, take some penicillin. Then it won't burn when I pee. Could the studios of Channel 10 be haunted? Dwight Wood Lauderdale, Channel 10. I witness you. What? I witness you. Join us tonight for a special report on the haunting of Channel 10. When country boys sandwiches are Oh, ate my cookies. And then you shall be in all the good news. And stay one country more. Oh, ate my cookies. Scully and Mulder are feeling the strange effects of all the traveling and eating in cheap restaurants. Mulder, it's Scully. I need your help. What's up? Uh, something's going on inside me. I feel like I'm going to explode. X-Lax Files. What do you do when the forces of nature turn on you? Uh, Scully, I'm feeling it too. Uh, what can it be? I don't know. My room is filled with a strange aroma. Mine too. X-Lax Files. Will Scully and Mulder survive? Must get to bathroom. The X-Lax Files. It's Scully and Mulder's first encounter with an unidentified floating object. What is it? I don't know. It just materialized in there. The X-Lax Files. Hey, it's better than the rest of the crap on TV. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story, we take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. They gave boring old white people a shot at radio glory. They were reflex. See, at the start of the song, we say, the politicians are now DJs. Reflex lead singer Baxter explains the band did not expect their song to be a hit. They wrote it simply to promote their DJ fantasy camp for aging politicians. These repulsive, dried-up people spent their lives in public service, but never experienced the sexy, glamorous world of spinning the hits, man. Tonight, you'll hear never-before-played segments taken from the 1983 DJ fantasy camp, like then-Vice President George Bush. Yeah, baby. That was Elvis Costello with Every Day I Write the Book. That reminds me. I have got to teach my son George W. to read before too long. <laughs> now let's go to Oliver North with traffic. Also at the mic was Bill Clinton, then governor of Arkansas. All right. That was Duran Duran with Union of the Snake. Now, any gal out there that wants a union with my snake, we're taking callers 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, Even 16, Britain's Margaret Thatcher got in on the act. Daddy, 
put Cindy Lauper with Girls Just Want to Have Fun. I'm going to record my own song. Yes, and call it Girls Just Want to Cut Back on Social Programs and Screw the Working Classes. Oh, jolly good. The Reflex DJ Fantasy Camp. Oh, yeah. It's the politics of ooh, ooh, feeling good. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business. Tonight on Inside the Behind. I am Mo Howard the David, decrepit and I'm ancient. All over my old face are blue and reddish, purple face. I don't know why they hate me, or why they always rate me. It must be because I got these blue and reddish, purple veins. A vein pop on my arm like a Rand McNally map of Lockerwatt. I got veins on my nose, nobody knows that under my clothes I wear pantyhose. But that don't mean that I'm gay. If you think my arms are bad, you ought to see my legs. I might as well keep them smooth and shaved to show a little glass the next time I'm raping. I could go to a surgeon, but that gives me the shivers. I would not want to walk out looking like Joan Rivers. Uh, where am I here? I fired the beast, the fat little freak. I did him a favor, now he can't afford to eat. The reason I dismissed that stinking fat bastard is because he wouldn't shut up, and he can't play canasta. Hey, somebody talking over there. Nobody talks when I rap. I rap, then you talk. Hey, look at me. I'm hip, hip. I ain't no square. I'm a ding-dong daddy, man. I'm really dead. I fire anyone I want. I don't care. Especially if they make me flip my wig made of smelly green hair. I got fired myself. It even happens to the greats. West one once said, you get out of here or else we break your legs. So now I sit by the pool. Life's as good as it gets. With my paladin cocktail, placing bets on the jets. In paradise. Paradise. I don't kiss nobody's ass in paradise. Do, 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 do. I'll be shoving down the scroogins when I get the chance. But the cleaners aren't ready with my lime green pants. How long does it take? Kelly, call and complain. It was just a little thought. So what, I left this thing. Yeah. Oh, you think that's funny? Want a knuckle sandwich, buddy? I can do what I want, because the management loves me. Can I tell you something, Mo? Something you ought to know. For the longest time, I wanted you to be my own. You ain't my type, pal. Now answer straight. Hell no. What are you doing? I won't take no for an answer. Get out of here. But it's not you. Get out of here. Get out of there's Moosey Man. I cannot, I cannot respond. Okay, well, that's okay. We don't, uh, doesn't bother us. We're used to that. He's been on for a half hour. He hasn't said a goddamn thing. This will make you feel even a little bit better, George. Trying to boost up George's morale a little bit because he's down in the dumps because his show sucks. But anyway. Pills or gun or razor blade? Gun is easy, quick, painless. Um, in fact, we're going to send you up to DC, DC area for a couple of days. I'm going to walk weeks. around with a big red shirt. With anyway, listen on. to this: nine, six to nine a.m. Men twenty-five fifty-four. Not only did he have only a three-point-eight here, and you had a five-point-one. His average quarter-hour persons in men eighty-seven hundred. You had average quarter hours twenty thousand nine hundred. Oh, see, don't I make you feel better? A little bit. Yeah. What? You even beat out EDR. You beat out three. the Schwo station. Three. You beat Mo and Schwo, and Bo. Because she ain't on anymore. Blech. And Joe, because they had terrible numbers overnight. Right? Number three. I beg your pardon? Number three. In men 2554. You were number five last year. Uh, all right. All right. I guess I should. Uh, I dragged you. I pulled you up by your bootstraps a couple of points. See, if I wouldn't have been sick that much in August, there you go. we I had a, a death knell in August. A request, I know. So it's my fault. Request for what? Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> no 
seriously, I mean, take a look at that, because he's going to be blowing a horn tomorrow. You know that, oh, well, you see, that uh, goddamn jizz guzzler pipe smoker was talking about some crap there, about uh, we sucked a big one, and here we had a, a four-share gelding. What do you think of that? He's going to be saying how they did it. You still kicked his ass, okay? I mean, you did not so good, but, you know. And, of course, if I wouldn't have been back in September, one can only begin to imagine, because we saw the breakout for September was a pretty good month, so one can only imagine how calamitous it would have been. But it goes to show you, it's one thing to eat ass, it's another thing to talk about it, you know? Just like Bob Ramu told me, it's one thing for a square to be uh, doing... Roy! It's another thing for her to be talking about it in public. See? 19 before 1 at 560 WQM. If you got a nasty bald spot like Boca Brian, boy, you ought to see the light shining off his head. Man, he uses he's like, wax. He's like the lighthouse, Edison. Or is it the other way around? Well, something like that. Anyway, if you're tired of looking like that, if you're tired of having like a powdery wig, different shades every day, maybe he's just got a chameleon wig like Witchner, the old man. Which wig? Maybe the same one that Louis Rukeyser wears on alternate Sundays. Pick up the phone and call Chuck Alfieri and get some real hair back. Because his natural hairline system, that's the difference between his system and every single other one. All the other ones, it looks like a wig. Charlie, it looks like the real hair is growing out of your scalp. That's why they call it the natural hairline system. Get it? Yes. Then good. Pick up that phone and call 1-800-321-2413. Mention O'Neill Rogers. You'll get yourself a $200 discount off the regular price. And all you got to lose is that disgusting bald spot because Charlie guarantees his work for a 30-day period. If you don't love the way it looks and the feels, if you're not getting ahead like every 15 minutes, uh, just bring your hair back and say, Hey, Charlie, how about the money back? No problem. Call today, 1-800-321-2413, and get yourself a natural, great-looking head of hair instead of some mousy-looking toupee. 1-800-321-2413, or log on to charlesalfieri.com. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560. QAM. There's a butt. I smell it. <clears throat> Would you dance if I asked you to dance? Okay. Just for fun, would you hop on my back? Okay. Darling, please, make me feel fine. Would you invade my hole tonight? Would you tremble if I touched your lips? Would you laugh if I humped your hips? Now I just die if you did the thing I love by invading my whole tonight. It looks just like a zero, baby. Oh! If we danced, would you unbuckle my pants? Uh-huh. Would you cry if I held my butt high? <clears throat> oh, darling, please make me feel fine. Pretty big. 
Understand it? Okay. Yep, I said not to lump on talking. But you stop. But I. All right, that's it. Remember my friend here, Mr. Belt. Don't, 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 don't. Will you stop? I said stop it. You shut your mouth, you pipe smoking poof. Okay, but don't stand near the window. What for? Cause you might fall down. <laughs> It's 11 before 1 at 560 WQM. we got the Mad Dog, the highly rated Jim Mandich. All right. 1 to 3 this afternoon. Boy, he is a star. You better thank him. You better personally go and give him oh, a kiss on the cheek. The big wet one. Kiss him on both cheeks. And then the Humper, who did just fine. What did the Humper do? You know, the 6 to 7 hours sucked. It did? Yeah. That's probably because in 5 and Beano. 6, when we got that Beano on there, everybody turns it off by 6. The after aroma of Beano. Because the 6 to 7 hour was really, really weak, Humper. But like in men, let's see, how did the Hank do? Three to seven, five, five, a five, oh, a four, eight, and a three, five, six, see? He would have had a gigantic book if it weren't for that awful six o'clock hour. We'll find somebody to blame for that. Oh, you know what? What? He wasn't on in the six o'clock hour. Most of the time he was on until 6.30, and then we had that Marlin crap all there summer long. Are. See? The freaking Marlins that I noticed some people are sucking up to again, they're a killer. They're a killer. Just ask Phyllis Diller, man, who's doing a concert in Manila. With Barry Diller. Which one has the Tony? Now, let's see. What about men 25-54? The Humper's got a, throws a 5-6, a 5-1, a 4-7, and a 4-4. Which that last hour was his weakest. And again, because 6-30 to 7 was the Marlins. Oh, screw the Marlins. 10 before 1 at 560 WQM as we try. We're trying to, we need dry concepts to come in here and do a job on us, you know? Clean us out. On my shirt. Oh, George's pants are like covered with the Brindle Brown uh, material. I'm not really sure what it is, and I'm positive I don't want to know, because I still haven't quite finished lunch, but nevertheless. Anyway, dry concepts will get brown and green and any color crap out of your carpets and make them look sparkling just like brand new, because they dry clean your carpets. And let me tell you, for the 80 millionth time, they're the only people in the world who do this. They're unmatchable. They suck out even the deep down dirt way down in the fibers of your carpet, which makes them look and smell and feel just like brand new. They smell lemony fresh. They're dry in a couple of hours, and you'll have the biggest smile you've had on your puss since the last time you got laid last month, a couple of months ago. 
Anyway, pick up that phone and call them, and don't forget to give you a written guaranteed price before they start the job. If you want to check them out on that Wicked World Wide Web, you can do that, too, at www.dryconcepts.com. But when it comes to cleaning your carpeting, your furniture, your drapery, your upholstery, anything you got, leather cleaning, oriental rug cleaning and repair, water damage restoration, pet odors, and more, they do it all, and they'll do a superior, unbeatable job. And like I said, a written guaranteed price right up front. In Broward, call Dry Concepts at 954-370-7778. 954-370-7778. In Dade or Palm Beach, 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Be sure and tell them that old Mo told you to call Dry Concepts. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. We're calling. Roll another blunt. Yeah. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. My room is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I was gonna go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. I'm taking it next semester, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got high, because I got high, because I got high. Go to the next, go to the next, go to the next. Uh, I was gonna go to court before I got high. Uh, I was gonna pay my child support, but then I got high. No, you wasn't. Uh, they took my whole paycheck, and I know why. Why, baby? Because I got high, because I got high, because I got high. La, la, la. I wasn't gonna run from the cops, but I was high. Uh, I'm serious, man. I was gonna pull right over and stop, but I was high. Uh, <laughs> now I'm a paraplegic, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, Cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. La 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 la. I was gonna make love to you, but then I got high. I'm serious. I was gonna eat your pussy too. Now I'm jacking off, and I know why. Turn this shit off. Yeah, because I got high. Keep going. Because I got high. Hey, do that over there. Come on, man. Come on. Go. Go. I messed up my entire life because I got high. Go. Go. I lost my kids and wife. Because I got high. Say what, say what, say what, say what. Now I'm sleeping on the sidewalk, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, yeah, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I'ma stop singing this song because I'm high. I'm singing this whole thing wrong because I'm high. Bring it back, bring it back. And if I don't sell one copy, I know why. Are you really? 
Anyway, see, we're going to have to keep treading water until we get rid of that precipitously bad August and those numbers. You know, a couple more trends, and then August will disappear, and that'll be the end of that. You know? See, I'm thinking, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, if Mo had an 80 share, which, you know, he didn't do good. He did poorly. Not as poorly as we had hoped, I thought, but uh, poorly. But if he would have had an 80 share, it would, nothing would change, you know? He's an asshole. Right, one way or the other. Because it's, it's business and personal, in his case. A guy that comes into town that blows in here and tries to get a guy that just had an unwanted baby fired. And then is uh, blowing people down the hall like left and right, Carolyn and the Beast, all the good people, just blowing them all over the place. Too much blowing going on, you know. Let's see how the numbers come out here on the poll. Those are the important numbers. 463 votes, heavy duty. The reason Mo Howard David's ratings are so weak, and they are weak. He's a pompous ass 105. I don't know. I only listen to Neil, 99. Who's Mo Howard David, 63? His show blows, 61. I don't know. I don't listen to him, 44. I love Mo, 23. 4.9%. You following that? He's boring, 23. Yeldy's too squeaky, 19. He's alienated everybody else's audience, 11. Because, unfortunately, his show never sounded better, 8. And the Beast booked bad guest, 7. So the Beast is in last place in a situation where it's great to be last. Oh! He likes that a lot. Don't forget, go out and see Miguel today. He's there another hour from now till 2 o'clock at the QM van at the Amico, 341 Biscayne Boulevard, Miami. And maybe you might win a trip for two to see the Dolphins play the Jets in New York with Dan Marino at quarterback, Bob Greasy, and Earl Moore. Bye, bye, bye. Roger Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. David Woodley, tarnished with the sewer of this place.